prepare our hearts for worship and we enjoy the music of the B minor prelude.
Jesus Christ is the light of the world.
copy the eighth chapter. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. <coughs> o Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to
Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. And he drew near to the gate of the town, and behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up, and he touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets.
especially in the Psalms, praise sits on two pillars, creation and redemption. The Lord is the king of creation, the maker of the heavens and the earth, and he is your help and salvation, your redeemer, who has bought you back from sin, from death, law by the death and resurrection of his son Jesus. If our praise is paltry, if our songs and hymns and spiritual songs have grown weak and anemic, it's because we have forgotten these twin pillars of praise. And we have established our own rather rickety foundation of feelings and experiences over the works of creation and redemption. And the result in the end is that we wind up praising ourselves, admiring our creativity and our ability to save ourselves. Praise becomes something individual, an I thing rather than a we thing, and something internal rather than external, something welling up from within our praising hearts rather than something prompted by someone much greater than we are outside of ourselves. And so our praises become a kind of a little piggy liturgy as we go, we, 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 me, 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 all the way home. But not so the praise of the Lord. He is creator and redeemer to be praised and glorified, not for what he has done for me lately, but for what he has done for all by the sheer power of his word and the breath of his spirit. With his word, he set the earth upon its foundation, breathing his spirit over the stirring waters of creation, speaking light into darkness, setting boundaries and spaces for waters above and waters below, sea and dry land filling the sky with sun, moon, and stars, filling the sea with fish and sea creatures, filling the sky with birds, the land with animals and the creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. I'd love to say that. <laughs> and setting man over all these things as the priestly image of God before the creation, establishing the earth as his temple, his footstool, where he plants his royal foot as he reigns enthroned in highest heaven. He has made me and you, and all creatures. He has given you body and soul, your eyes, your ears, and all your members, your reason and your senses. He preserves and protects you. He guards and defends you. He provides for every want and every need for your body and life. And for all this, it is our duty and our priestly privilege to thank and praise.
praise you serve and obey him. But we don't. We don't because we've bought into this notion that we are gods, in charge of our own destiny, self-made, self-actualized individuals who have no need for God or his praise. It is the ancient lie that croaked, you can be as gods. And we bite into it every chance we get. And that bite of forbidden fruit chokes our praise. He is your help and your salvation, your redeemer. He has rescued his fallen creation and his foremost creature by sending his son Jesus. The creator became the creature. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. He taught us, he healed us, he loved us, he died for us, he raised us, he glorified us, he put our sins as far as the east is from the west, horizon to horizon forgiveness, every sin answered for, every sinner embraced in one magnificent act of undeserved kindness in Jesus. It is finished from the cross. The Lord is merciful slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. He does not deal with us according to our sin, nor does he repay us according to our iniquities. He forgives sinners. He justifies the unrighteous. He takes up our humanity, and he brings us in an exodus from death to life through the blood of his cross and the sea of baptism. He leads us through the wilderness of this life to the promised land of his city, heavenly Jerusalem, our home, and the place of our eternal citizenship. He makes the slave a son and an heir. He has redeemed me and you, not with gold or silver, for no amount of coin can pay the price for sin. But with his holy, precious blood, he redeemed us. And with his innocent suffering and death, his life for yours. So that you may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him as priests in his holiness, in his righteousness, in his innocence, in his blessedness. And this is as sure and certain in heaven and upon earth as Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. Praise to the Lord, O oh, let all that is in me adore him. All that has life and breath, come now with praises before him. Let the Amen sound from his people again gladly forever adore him. He is your maker. He is your redeemer. How can you not praise the Lord? In the name of Jesus.
Rejoicing in the fellowship of all the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our Lord. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us your service that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. 